Why can't I get that tune out of my head? Oh, that's right! It's time for the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing! Woohoo! I'm ready to win some medals. I'm ready to bring home the gold. We're feeling great. Um, we're really excited to, you know, defend our gold medal. I think we all got some gas left in the tank. I'm Bethany Van Delft. It's Thursday, February 3rd, and this is the 10 News. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey, Tenors! First off, I want to wish you a happy Lunar New Year. It kicked off on February 1st, and it signals the beginning of spring and the start of a new year on the Chinese lunar calendar. This year, it's the Year of the Tiger. China is also hosting the 2022 Winter Olympics. Usually, the Olympics happen every two years, rotating between Summer Olympics and Winter Olympics. The Summer Olympics did happen last year, but that's because they were supposed to happen in 2020. But like a lot of things in 2020, it was rescheduled and took place in 2021 instead. So now we get back to back Olympics. Now back to Beijing. The city of Beijing was a surprising choice for the Winter Olympics because it's a place with very little snow. Really? The coldest areas around Beijing can drop below freezing, but the monthly snowfall is measured in centimeters and isn't enough for Olympians to compete on. So what are they going to do? They're making 1.2 million cubic tons of artificial snow. Whoa! In case you're wondering, artificial snow? It's not just cotton balls or ripped up toilet paper that maybe one of your younger siblings likes to make. It's made from the same thing snow is made from, water. They force water and pressurized air through a snow gun to crystallize the water and shoot it in the air, where huge fans blow it and spread it out. The process of making the artificial snow is projected to use 49 million gallons of water from natural resources. Wow! This isn't the first time the Olympics have done this. In Sochi in 2014, 80% of the snow was human-made, and in Pyeongchang in 2018, 90% of it was. But Beijing will be the first Olympics that uses 100% artificial snow. Cool! And in case you were wondering, artificial snow can be used for the Olympic Games, which means it can certainly be used for a snowball fight. I am so excited for the Winter Olympics, so Kenny Curtis is going to tell us what we can expect and some really cool things to watch out for. Passing the torch to you, Kenny. USA! 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 It's that time of year again. The Winter Olympics are right around the corner. And no matter who you're rooting for, I think we can all agree that everyone could use a little extra cheer right about now. This year's Olympic Games will be held in Beijing. Some of your grown-ups might remember that Beijing hosted the Summer Olympics back in 2008, and now it's officially the first city in the world to ever host both the Summer and Winter Olympics. That's a pretty cool honor. Nice. Now, there will be 15 sports showcased at this year's Olympic Games, including everything from figure skating to curling to snowboarding, and there are also seven brand new medal events to watch in bobsleigh, short track, freestyle skiing, ski jumping, and snowboarding. 
The new bobsleigh event is called the Women's Monobob. Side note, this is actually a sport, not a haircut. Trust me, I double-checked. And it's particularly impressive. Bobsleigh is when athletes ride in a sled that's shaped like a small car and race down an icy course. Usually it involves teams of multiple riders, but the monobob will be the first bobsleigh singles event in Olympic history. Awesome! The women also have a chance to compete in the two-women bobsleigh event, and the men have their choice of two events, the two-man and the four-man. Another new event is Big Air Freestyle Skiing. Where he stops the spin in midair like that. Now, if you watch the X Games, you've already become quite familiar with Big Air events. Skiers will launch themselves high into the air and perform difficult tricks to score as many points as possible. The snowboarding Big Air event made its Olympic debut in 2018 and has been a fan favorite ever since. Oh, let's go, bro. Oh! This year's Olympics will also feature mixed events in four sports, including short track speed skating, ski jumping, snowboard cross, and freestyle skiing. This is part of the Olympic effort to create more events where both men and women can participate. Excellent! Mixed events were very popular at last year's Summer Olympics in Tokyo. It's been fun to see both men and women athletes working together to earn medals. So which athletes should we keep an eye on during this year's Olympics? Well, all snowboarding fans will probably be focused on Sean White, a.k.a. the Flying Tomato because of his flaming red hair. Sean is a four-time Olympian and holds the most Olympic gold medals by a snowboarder. Sean White now with a frontside double court 1260, and he puts it down. His Olympic adventures are the stuff of legend, including winning the gold medal on the halfpipe in 2006 when he basically had laid an egg on his first two runs but nailed his third run with a nearly perfect score and got the gold. Sean's making his fifth and last Olympic appearance, and even though he's already the most decorated male snowboarder, he's still looking to go out with a bat. If anybody was writing him off, he has just proved snowboarding wrong again. Chloe Kim is also a fun snowboarder to watch. She won her first gold four years ago at the 2018 Olympics when she was only 17 years old. Is there any boundaries to what this athlete can achieve? Wow, yeah, Chloe is this honest. She is the youngest American to medal in snowboarding and plans to continue her winning streak in Beijing. And for all you curling fans, the legendary John Schuster will be back to compete in his fifth Olympics after winning the gold in 2018. Schuster is looking to make it a clean sweep. Get it? Sweep? Because, you know, brooms in the... Okay. And bring back the gold later this year. But my personal favorite U.S. athlete is Emily Sweeney. Sweeney competed in luge at the last Winter Olympics in 2018. Now, luge is basically a very intense form of sledding where you lay flat on your back and lean your body in different directions to steer. It can be dangerous because it doesn't offer much protection for your body, and, well, that's exactly what happened to Sweeney. In her final run, she had a horrible crash where she broke her neck and back. Sweeney has spent the last few years recuperating and is now ready to return to Olympic action. I can't wait to watch her epic comeback. She surges into first. But it doesn't matter which athletes you like or what country you root for. The Olympics are fun for everyone. It's the perfect sporting event to help us get through winter. And hey, who knows? Maybe we'll even be inspired to hit the slopes ourselves. The opening ceremonies are on Friday, February 4th. So make sure to watch and let us know which sporting event is your favorite. 
On February 4th, a runner will carry the Olympic torch into Beijing to light the Olympic flame and open the Olympic Games. This year, the torch only took a short three-day journey due to COVID precautions. But the longest journey for the Olympic torch was back in 2014 when the torch traveled 40,000 miles in 123 days, including a trip to the International Space Station. What? Don't worry. A fire in space is a terrible idea. So they didn't light the flame, but they did take the torch on a spacewalk. Now let's see what else is going on. Here's the 10 News head writer, Ryan Willard, with your headlines. Thank you, Bethany. Iguanas are falling out of trees in Florida. Last weekend was a brutal winter storm for the Northeast, which dumped up to two feet of snow in certain parts. And in southern Florida, temperatures dropped all the way to 25 degrees Fahrenheit. It was so cold in Florida that the U.S. National Weather Service of Miami warned the public that immobilized iguanas could fall out of trees. Don't worry, they're okay. But when it gets that cold, iguanas can lose their bodily functions, including the ability to hang on to the trees they're sleeping on. Have you seen a lightning bolt? Did you see the biggest lightning bolt ever? An almost 500-mile-long lightning bolt set a new world record for the longest flash. Normally, lightning rarely extends over 10 miles and usually lasts under a second. But in 2020, the record-setting lightning bolt extended a total of 477.2 miles and spread over Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas. Shocking, right? The previous record was recorded in Brazil in 2018 and reached 440.6 miles. An eight-year-old sort of self-published their own book. After handwriting and illustrating an 81-page book titled The Adventures of Dylan Helbig's Christmas, the eight-year-old snuck it onto the shelf in the public library. After telling his mother what he did, they returned to find that the book was a hit with the librarians. The librarians cataloged the book in the graphic novel section, and now there's a 55-person waitlist to check it out. Meanwhile, I'm still waiting for my mother to read the 10-page book that I wrote, so back to you, Bethany. Lucky you, it's... What? What? What's the big idea? Trivia on the 10. Women competed in the Olympics for the first time ever in 1900 in Paris, competing in five events. But when was the first year that every participating country sent women to the Olympics? Was it A, 1992, B, 2008, or C, 2012? Did you guess it? The answer is C, 2012. It was only 10 years ago that every participating country sent female athletes to the Olympics. Are you kidding me? That's crazy pants. For a really long time, women weren't even permitted to participate in all of the events, like running the Olympic marathon or boxing. And female competitors in badminton and boxing had to fight the Olympic committee for the right to wear shorts instead of skirts. Seriously? Oddly enough, there haven't been any men who have fought to wear skirts instead of shorts. That day might be just around the corner. And when it happens, we'll do a Who Wore It Best. 
That's all for today. But before we go, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. If you can't take the heat, it may be time for some cool clothing. The only way to play it cool this summer is in brand new Tommy John's. When you wear Tommy John, you're that much cooler. So you can do everything better. Thanks to breathable, lightweight fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. With dozens of comfort innovations, Tommy John makes you look super hot while feeling super cool. From lounging at home to summertime fun. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. With over 17 million pairs sold, people love Tommy John underwear and loungewear. I love wearing my Tommy John loungewear because it feels great after a long day. You should get Tommy John too. Plus, you're always covered with their best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. So shop TommyJohn.com slash T-E-N-N-E-W-S now for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash 10 news for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash 10 news. See site for details. Thanks for listening to the 10 news. Look out for new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays and extras on Saturdays. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcast and is distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News creative team is training for their 2030 bobsled run and includes Tracy Crooks, Pete Musto, Ryan Willard, Adam Bernard, Tessa Flannery, and Natalie Alonzo. Kenny Curtis contributed to this episode. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to the 10 News. I'm going to go read my horoscope for the Year of the Tiger. I'm a snake. What are you?